the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the 4 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live on a Thursday afternoon and also the 4 o'clock hour of the Bill Bunkley Show in Tampa, Florida. On uh, Faith Talk, 577-60 and 9:10 a.m. And in Ohio, on The Word, a.m. 880 and 104.5 FM, we are once again simulcasting today. So it's my privilege to uh, host my own program. It is my privilege to fill in for Bill Bunkley occasionally when he's away, as he is today. All right, two cities, but uh, one telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Got a lot of things to talk about. However, uh, I try as much as I can to defer to the phones, unless it's just completely off topic. Uh, I got off on a little rant in the last segment, about the uh, cancellation of the dress code in the U.S. Senate. And I see from the phone screener that I've got Paul in Grove City, Ohio, that uh, wants to talk about dress code. Hey, Paul, welcome. Thanks for calling. Hey, Bob, buddy. Hey, Paul, Paul. How how are you, man? (laughs) Oh, I'm doing super, super. Hey, I'm going to maybe piggyback another question real quick, but uh, and I'm going to come to you like I always do for advice or your opinion on issues because I, I like to have a good response. But what do you think about dress code at church, Bob? I mean, I'm uh, a pretty casual. Okay, let me, I, let me answer it definitively, all right? You ready? Yep. Yes, no, and maybe. Does that cover it all? Do, do do we do we need to talk anymore? Okay, all right. Dress code for church? Not really, because I think anybody should be welcome in church, particularly those who do not know Jesus as Savior, unless their dress would be so incredibly inappropriate that it would. Uh, take attention away from the message, the worship, and so forth. And even in that situation, I think that individual should be dealt with very kindly, tenderly, and uh, sensitively. Um, Now, with that said, however, I am deeply distressed by the lack of respect in many of our churches. I keep, Paul, you're a regular listener to the program, and I say this all the time. The devil lives in the extremes, all right? 
To have a dress code where every man must wear a suit and tie and every woman must have a dress down to her ankles, that is an ungodly, devilish extreme, and it's not biblical. All right? And I would not enforce that. Uh, I used to know of churches that had dress codes. Now, that's one extreme. The other extreme that I don't find in Scripture, however, is y'all just come as you are. Just be comfortable. Just You just come any way you want to come. Paul, I don't find that in Scripture. And I think it yeah. is an ungodly extreme. All right? Because if yeah. you study worship in Scripture, there was always preparation. There was always cleansing. Now, I am not saying that we should bring in the brass laver again like they had at the temple and before that the tabernacle. No, of course not. Of course not. Of course not. But with corporate worship, there was always preparation, honor, respect, because we are coming to worship the God of the universe. All right, we're not living in Old Testament times, and I and I don't want to imply that, but we cannot go to the opposite extreme either, where we show no respect whatsoever, no honor. You know, we go to church because God's my buddy. I'm going to go down and spend some time with my buddy God. We're just going to sit down. We're going to have a good old time because my my God's my buddy. <laughs> Well, he is a friend that sticks closer than a brother, but he is God. And Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords and deserves honor and respect. And I think that carries over to our clothing. Now, when I was pastoring for 25 years, we did not have a church dress code, but... I did enforce a dress code for anybody that was on the platform in leadership. If you were leading worship, if you were singing, if you were in the choir, it was not rigid. It was not legalistic. But I had a dress code. If you were going to sing a solo, play an instrument, you had to present yourself in a certain way to represent the honor that God Deserves. We tried to be very balanced, not legalistic, but to show respect and honor. And Paul, in so many churches, man, we have lost that. I just, I just want to crawl under a chair sometimes when I see people up in praise teams, up on the platform, who just show no respect, no honor, no decorum at all. And for me, it just, it, it just drives me nuts. Again, uh, ungodly extremes. We cannot go to legalism. We cannot go to just so casual that we, I think, I think we dishonor the God that we're worshiping. I, I really do. And a, a whole lot of people disagree with me on that. And that's okay because they have every right to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for the zinger on hell yeah. coming from Bob. I knew there was going to be a uh, again. The, the devil lives <laughs> in the extremes, and the pendulum yeah. goes. The I don't care what we're talking about in the church. 
The pendulum is continually swinging from legalism to license. Neither one is biblical. When it comes to worship in most of our churches today, the pendulum has swung from legalism, which I despise, to license, which I also despise. Somewhere in the middle is where we're not rigid, we don't have dress codes, but we show respect. We show respect. And that's where I stand. And like I said, I'm today I am probably in the minority, and that's okay. I'm used to being in the minority. Yeah. Well, I'll save my second question for tomorrow's open phone. All right. <laughs> I know you a long time. Okay. But you did make perfect sense on this, Bob. Yeah, I appreciate it. Long All right. Time. Well, Wonder like that. they say, even a blind squirrel finds us a, 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 a nut every <laughs> once in a while. And today I found a nut he called in. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Take care, my man. All right. God bless you. Hey, listen. I am in a different church preaching almost every Sunday during the year. I always try to honor the church. I call in advance. Hey, does the pastor normally wear a tie? If he does, I wear a tie. If they don't, I don't. I personally hate ties. But I would never dishonor the pulpit by dressing in an immodest way or a disrespectful way. I just wouldn't. We'll be back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I was all set to move on to another topic, but um, I have someone else who wants to talk dress code, and that's that's fine. That's fine. We've got Carl in Gahanna, Ohio. Carl, you're on Bob Bernie Live. Welcome. Thanks for calling. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah, what you were saying, I, I agree with in general there. It's it's a shame and disgrace in my eyes. But it, to me, it's more than that. In a situation like that, that kind of behavior I take as an insult. I feel I feel inside of me I'm being insulted. And uh, I just wanted to add that to it. So, well, and, and I agree. As a citizen of the United States, I expect my elected leaders to lead and show respect and honor for their office. I, I really do. Thanks, Carl. Appreciate You're welcome. it. Uh, it's like, okay, I can think of almost nothing that President Joe Biden has done that I agree with. Almost nothing. I think he's been a horrible president, one of the worst presidents in American history. I think history will look back on the presidency of Joe Biden and he will make Jimmy Carter a great president, in contrast. But he is my president. He wasn't elected, and the election was stolen. Hey, I, I don't know. And that's not the important issue. It's That is done. It's not going to be reversed. It is not going to be reversed. He was inaugurated, certified, And again, well, he should have been certified. Okay, maybe that's true. I don't know. But the fact is, 
The election was certified. He was inaugurated. He is the president. And nobody is going to change that. Now, we got to be really, really careful about the upcoming election, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. But he's my president. And I had I had one of my callers, I don't know, this two, three months ago. He's not my president. And I said, are you an American? Yeah, but he's not my president. Well, he's the president of the United States of America. I find it very difficult to honor him as a man, and I do not honor his performance, but I honor the office. My wife and I were in youth work for many years, and we taught our young people. Scripture is very clear. Honor thy mother and thy father, that thy days may be long upon the earth. And what we taught them is, you honor them because of their position, not because of their performance. They may not be a really good parent, but you still honor their position because that's biblical. And scripturally, we are to honor kings and those in authority. And so I disagree with the president, but I honor the office. And I think I would be dishonoring God if I did not. What in the world does that have to do with the dress code? Honor. Decorum. Respect. Again, the Senate of the United States is not holy and sanctified like the temple was in the Old Testament. But it is a place of honor. And those who are elected to serve there should be enormously honored to be there. I mean, right now, 100 people out of what? What are we at? 360 million people? Out of 360, 370 million people, 100 people have the privilege of being senators. And you dress like a slob? It dishonors the office. It dishonors everyone who elected him. Okay. Enough, 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 enough. And by the way, carries over to the church. Again, not legalism, but not license. Okay. Uh, this story, um, I, I don't know whether Bill covered this story. I, I did. Uh, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania had a tennis coach a male tennis coach by the name of David Yates. Well, a year ago, David decided he was Sasha, not David anymore. Now, he was hired as a male tennis coach, and then he decided that he was pretty. And so he decided, I'm no longer David, I'm Sasha. Now, did he have... Gender reassignment surgery? No. Mm -mm, No. Anatomically still a male. Changed his name, grew his hair long, and so forth. Well, he went into the girls' locker room 
and began to undress. And girls in the locker room said, you're a man, get out of here. He said, no, I'm, I, I, I'm a woman. They said, you're not a woman. So the Gettysburg School District fired him. And well, they should for decent exposure. Indecent, pardon me, indecent exposure. And everybody thought, well, that's done, that's over, that's finished. No. No. David Yates, who now calls himself Sasha Yates, said, I'm going to sue you. Discrimination. I am a woman because I say I'm a woman. And so the school district consulted legal counsel and legal counsel said, you better rehire him because if not, he's going to sue us and he could win. And so the Gettysburg Area School District did what every brave, courageous school district would do. They caved in and rehired this, and I say this with respect and compassion, but with truthfulness, this psychologically confused man who believes he's a woman. He's psychologically sick. And I'm not making fun of that or light of it in any way. He is psychologically sick. He needs help. He needs therapy. He needs counseling. And instead of saying, excuse me, um, no, we can't have men in the girls' locker rooms, and you say you're a woman, but no. No, they've rehired him. Yeah, uh, just a few weeks ago, the vote was deadlocked at 3-3 to by the school district. And then the school counselor, the lawyer, the attorney for the school district said, you're going to get sued. And oh my goodness, the vote changed from 3-3 to to 6-2. to Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Oh my goodness. The uh, safety and protection of the children? Nah. Nah, that, that doesn't matter. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.